Hello, everyone, and welcome to Horrorsperia. My name is Maeve. And I am Clinton. And we're back. We're back. We're also videotaping ourselves. That's right. So some of you will listen to this and hear our voices on podcasts. And some of you will be watching us on YouTube. I don't know about the YouTube part. Where are we going to be? How are you going to see us? I, I only use clips. Oh, okay. So no, you can't go to YouTube and watch this whole episode. Why would anyone want that? That would be fun. I think we're going to be a nice visual I'll, um, I'll experience. I'll think about it. I'll okay. think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay wait. But anyway, what are we talking about today? Well, today is a very special episode because we are doing an episode all on malignant. Hell Yay! no. You better not. You better <gasps> not. Yay. That's some April's bull. So cool. So cool that we would spend a whole episode talking about. I don't remember seeing anything else. That movie. We saw many things. So we have watched, for your pleasure, a list of 2021 films. So the theme of this episode is 2021 because Clinton was like, can you think of a way I can watch Malignant for the pod. And yeah, I was like, true. I do want to see that. Yeah, we will do the best of 2021 because Malignant was the best movie of 2021. And so what I did is I went on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it was like a little listicle. That's okay. that's the term, listicle. It's disgusting. Listicle I hate that it. they had. Is it supposed and to be like a popsicle, like a phallic list, a list, frozen... And a person behind uh-huh. the screen writes okay. the list. That's how writing uh-huh. works. Okay. So anyway, it was a list of the highest rated horror films of 2021. And I'm like, well, surely these won't lead us astray. Yes. And so and now, I, can that be gamed though? The Rotten Tomatoes thing? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. In a way though, like, so the How much highest do you think rated. Well, no. Well, so Rotten Tomatoes does have like you do need to be a verified critic in order for your score to be considered part of the Rotten Tomato score. Gotcha. So the rating itself does come from verified critics, which is legitimately critics from publications from uh-huh. presses. So it is a fact that all of the movies that we're talking about today were among the highest rated in the film critic world. Right. Including like danscoolblog.com. Who? I don't know. I just yeah. feel like a lot of times the reviewers, oh, you know what I mean? It's oh, like, I mean, Curtis, yeah. Curtis, Curtis covers Curtis from Hollywood. Joe Blow movies. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually um, a site, I think. No, Joe it Blow is movies. a site. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but anyways, uh, yeah, I will respect so that they have a system So what in place. I did is I tried to find the foreign ones, obviously. I did include because, well, Malignant's interesting. Yes, it's a Hollywood movie, but James Wan, we know, is Asian Australian. So, um, you know, and also an icon. Um, But we do have one American movie in the mix. But the movies that we chose were Coming Home in the Dark, directed by James Ashcroft, and that's from New Zealand. Gaia, directed by Jacko Bauer, and that's from South Africa. Lamb, directed by Valdemir Johansson, and that's from Iceland. And then The Boy Behind the Door, directed by David Chabonia and Justin Powell. Right? Those are the movies that we watched. Those are the movies that we watched. And Malignant, directed by 
James Wan. Um, I think that we've done a lot of episodes and with a lot of different movie titles. Yeah. I think these are the worst, most boring titles of all time. That's why I try to make it a malignant episode. Malignant is the most exciting. <laughs> Not that the movies were bad themselves, but if you, if you, I mean, Boy Behind the Door or whatever is like the worst title. It's May, a lot. May is in pain. It's a lot. I mean, this, Lamb I wanted is, these movies to be, I wanted to like them. I actually did like some of them. So that's what we're doing today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm excited to talk about these. I'm excited to talk and about And we're not these. only going to talk about, do we like it or not? But we're right. going to dig deep. You already forgot what we do on this podcast. I remember. Okay. I'm just reminding in case this is your first time listening. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I do put or watching Clinton us on YouTube away because I'm loving this container. visual. I love the visual oh right now. Oh my goodness. I, okay. I brought Clinton into the new age and he's like, oh wow. Yeah, I'm like, I'm we got to do this now. every time. Oh my goodness. I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> I've, I've, been a, I've, <laughs> I've always been a YouTuber. I just never had a YouTube. Oh God. Anyway, okay. so. <laughs> um, right. So these movies, I mean... Yeah, I, so, so you know, critics, right? I mean, it was critics. somewhat of a of a frivolous choice on my end, mainly because last year was very busy. I mean, if anyone listens to these, we didn't really update last year, and so I didn't really pay as much attention to the movies as much. And I feel like actually my favorite movies that of last year we already covered on the podcast, like Slacks. Uh, that was twenty twenty one. Um, slacks is all I'm thinking about right now. I but, um, um I, I watched a lot of horror series, and we talked about off pod how right. this was 2021 was like the year of um Squid Game, and yeah, that would have been I like a horror spiria. I think at this point I should not see it. Oh no, you have to see it. You have to see it. Um, <laughs> this is the second time it's come up on a second day in a row. Second really? plot, second day in a yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the Korean horror series. There's so yeah. there's uh, a few good choices out there. Clinton really, really likes his foreign horror. I do uh, series. I well, do. Well, foreign yeah. horror overall. I mean, we all do. Yeah, but you are a series man. Uh, a series I just man. wrapped up ser- season three of Servant. It is the best show that's ever been created on Earth. I hope that I die when it dies. I, ho- I hope feels, you don't. <laughs> I hope feels, you don't. That feels very appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, this was a this was a push for both of us, and um, and some of these a titles, push as in as in getting through these movies. In some cases, yes. Also, again, Malignant. I mean, this wall was inspired because Malignant legitimately was probably my favorite horror movie last year. Malignant and and Slacks. Um, And I had heard really good things about the boy behind the door. Uh I stopped being friends with those people after watching Ooh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. and, And yeah, I mean, one thing that was exciting that I haven't done actually in a while in a way, though I hadn't done it in a while. And then I went to Berlin and then I did this with you. And now I feel like I'm beginning to catch up. But I hadn't watched a lot of modern foreign horror in a bit. Oh, The Medium was also another one I loved last year. Hmm, and I that was that. that was written by the guy from The Wailing and directed by the guy from Shudder show. Sh- show. So, from, the, um, from a Shudder show? 
No, Shutter the Thai movie. So it was Thai directed, oh. Korean written. And what's and it called? So it had a, it's called The Medium. It's up on okay. Shutter. It oh, is. Oh, oh. So that movie was definitely one of my favorites last year as well. So I guess, you know, it was a mix of we both wanted to watch movies neither of us had seen. Mm-hmm. And I want to watch something new too, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that was the exciting part about this. So I don't think I, this is where I guess I'll look to you and we'll see. Do we need to really separate each movie or should we just talk about oh. all of them like a big conversation? I think we should separate a little bit. Okay. I, I don't know how we would do it all at once. So the first movie that we're going to be talking about that came out last year, came out March 2021, was Gaia by Jacko Bauer from South Africa. If you want to watch this movie now, it's up on Hulu. Yeah, that's how you saw it, right? I believe so. So this one you can go up and stream. But before we begin to get into that film, what were some of your overall thoughts about these 2021 movies? Uh, I think there were notable things about all of them. And I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't like love any of them. But, oh my God. Uh, were overall, there were I, thought, to observe. I thought there must be something better than this in 2021. Um, 2022. Surely. Well, Within the within the boundaries of 2021, oh, surely there must have been something okay, better so than when, this. But so, I yeah. could also assume that that might not be true. No. Okay. So here's what I'll say. Yeah, I did not like. Right, Malignant remained my favorite of favorites. There, I did. We'll talk about it. There were shades of things that I liked, and then there were some movies I just flat out hated. I think we may have for once, similar vibes about each of these movies, except Malignant, which I think is a masterpiece. Yeah, we're going to fight on that one But one one thing that That I want to... (laughs) I I love it even... Your defiance feeds my love for it. I know it will. And And it's going to feed my defiance. (laughs) It's going to be great. (laughs) So, So, I mean, one thing that I think Clinton said maybe off mic before we started was what a sausage fest and yes that is something that I realized maybe a bit after the fact I mean there were like I said I feel like the female directed horror movies I already saw that I somewhat wanted to see in 2021 like Gigi Saul Guerrero did Bingo Hell which was released on Prime Video Bingo Hell Bingo Hell yeah oh that sounds cool that's a much more exciting name. I think name. you would like Bingo. I didn't like it. I think okay. you would like it. Um, okay. Like I said, Slacks, directed by, I think it's Eliza Cuphart. Um, but one thing that I do have to say is I think the best movies released in 2021 directed by women were at Final Girls Film Festival, the Berlin uh, version. Well, it's it's a Berlin uh, film festival, festival kind of thing. Berlin, yeah, it's yeah. a Berlin film festival, but they did a February version. I did mm-hmm. a talk on queer authorship, spectatorship. Yeah, and... oh, round of applause. Quick round okay. of applause. Yeah, okay, thank she you. She went all the way to Berlin. I, I didn't get COVID. Didn't get COVID. Yeah, that's almost more important. But no, but I gave a, a talk. Yeah, I gave a talk and... I mean, real. I mean, I I'm somewhat proud of the of the talk that I did, and you can go watch it on YouTube if you want to watch it. 
but I think real talk, my biggest excitement was the fact that I could just watch so much shit for a weekend straight. Really? Like I, yeah, because I even asked them, I was like, how do I buy a festival pass? And they're like, I mean, you're giving a talk. You have yeah, a, like, like just a come. pass. Yeah. yeah, just come. And I, I did. I, yeah. I mean, not, I think this is more, says more about me than anything else. I was legit. I think the only like presenter that mm-hmm. was also showing up to everything. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. A few of them so you're show- saying you're the realest one in the room. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was the most obsessed. Be- well, yeah. So Ellie and Sarah, who are the uh, founders of uh-huh. Final Girls Film Festival, they were like, thank you so much for coming out. And I was like, um, I am thanking you for yeah. letting me do all of this. Yeah. And I saw some really excellent. So everything at Final Girls Film Festival is by a woman or by non-binary filmmaker. And um, I saw some of my favorite movies that would have been made last year in, at that festival. One of them that sticks out to me is You Are Not My Mother from Ireland. I have not been able to shut up about this movie. I think it just got released on digital. So I think um, if I were to really make like a best of 2021, it would include You Are Not My Mother. It would include a couple of shorts I saw at the Final Girls Film Festival. It would include Mal- Malignant, Slacks. Um, Shut up about malignant already. Jeez, I can't stop hearing malignant. How many times I got to hear that? Malignant, malignant. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Yeah, so I think those were probably my favorite of the last year. Do you have a few favorites off the top of your head? Uh, Well, actually, I haven't had time to think about it. um, So, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. But, you know, so, yes, this episode especially is a sausage fest. and As far as the directors, like, who, who are the creators, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, in some ways, I deeply apologize for that. But also, it's because I already saw. These are the leftovers. The 2021. (laughs) Sorry, guys. These are the 2021 critical leftovers. And honestly, (laughs) that's the theme. That's the perfect theme. That's the theme of this episode. Critical leftovers. Yeah. And I think there's a movie here for for some people. If you you probably haven't heard of all these, and I think it's there's some there's some fun meat here on these bones um on these leftover okay one thing that i will say and clinton and i can speak to this is i've been on his ass this year being like let's watch this let's watch this and i have to say i think i have hugely enjoyed our 2022 theatrical experiences much more than the ones i had in 2021 already so we're already off we saw scream together which i hated Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we saw X together, which we loved. Uh, some of us loved. I we loved. had more complicated uh, relationship with it, but yes, we it loved. was fun. It was fun. We loved. Okay. She um, loved. And so, so shout out to both of those movies. I think those were good. Anyway, so X was awesome. Okay. <laughs> and and yeah, mm. so this year's been interesting-ish for horror so far. We look forward to seeing what else happens, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm back on the train. I got to see the new Batman, everybody. And I got to see the new movie um, before you can slam into Batman. 
uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, or whatever no, it's yeah. called. I, I, we gotta see that, right? I'm so we excited to see that. that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll see that sometime this week. So, yeah, yeah I, I was some... actually literally looking at show times, just not yeah. even to see them today, but I was just like, what's playing? So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's at, at the AMC. We gotta go see hey, it. Hey, AMC, get yeah. yours. Thumbs yeah. pass. Nicole what Kidman. Else I... Oh, we did see Drive My Car. Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, we didn't like it. Yeah. But, you know, respect. Respect. If you love a three hour movie where nothing happens, <laughs> so and that's awful. not a value judgment. <laughs> no, it's there's things. There's meat on those bones as there, well. There are meat on those bones. Yes, yeah. we, we do applaud meat. So 2022, we're excited to see where things go and support independent film festivals above all. I yeah. think that is where the true future of horror is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved and we love Final Girls Film Festival here. So, um, but. I guess it's time to talk about some dumbass movies, right? No, come on, you're you're being too hard on these on these flicks. I, 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 Lamb, well, I mean, Lamb first, is a cinematic well, thing. Before, on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and hear a bit of Gaia, directed by Jacko Bauer. I saw something out there. Someone. The largest organism on the planet lives right here. (gasps) Growing. Waiting. And it's ready to spread. Yeah. Yes. Directed by Jacko Bauer. A jungle horror. A and horror in the jungle. An eco horror, so to speak. Very From much. From South to, Africa. To speak. Okay. The movie opens with a couple characters yeah. in a boat. Yeah. And uh, one character is a black man. Yes. And he, ha- he has some dialogue. And I'm thinking, uh, this might be really good. But oh yeah, I like the first ten minutes. No, yeah, right? first fifteen minutes it of the movie. It started with with promise. Oh yeah, I I was excited. But the but the character says something to the extent of like, 
the our our female protagonist is doing wants to do something a little daring or something and and Winston our black male character says something like oh the white people are crazy or something like that and i thought either this is written by a black person in which case this might be a really good movie or this might be written by a not a white person or it could be written by any type of person right but um I was a little unsure, and then our character Winston becomes like immediately stupid after that, and yeah. basically is a becomes from that's because he starts out kind of smart, and he's going to be like the one who's like kind of above the doing stupid things, and then he just immediately does stupid things, and is basically a non-character for the rest of the movie. Okay, horror spiria readers, I'm going to be honest with you, I really fucking hated this movie. Yeah. I re- and uh, everything about this movie also reminds me of everything that I hate of South African hegemonic culture. And what I mean by the hegemonic culture, I mean by the settler colonial culture that strangles so much of the native customs of that area of that country and that's what this movie is really about and it's actually i i dislike this movie already when i when we watched it but then i watched an interview with the director and now i have like an active hatred wow of this movie yeah because this fucker just knows nothing about what he made and doesn't give a fuck about any of the implications he like during the interview that i was watching he was like yeah it's not something that like i've thought too much about because it's not something with a solution but you know it was an interesting idea for a movie and i'm like i could tell that you didn't think about this movie because it's fucking dumb yeah yeah. it's fucking dumb and as you say it seems like low-key racist the entire time yeah uh and uh so so let's bring listeners into the story because it's about so it is like this you have you have the there's a jungle and there's right. explorers of some sort taking yeah. making research about the jungle. But they encountered these like survivalists who yes. are as a, like a father son duo, which took by, by who are the a way, couple who are white. Yeah, they're white. By yeah, the way, yeah. Um, and but there seems to be like some monster in the right. There's like a planty, earthy. Yeah. Monster. There were, I I do, I will give this movie credit for the few creature reveals. Like, I think when I saw the first creature reveal, I was like, ooh. Pretty cool. Ooh. This is going to go in places. And then it did not go in places. This movie has so many um, bad choices. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, kind of, yeah, just, I I think mostly bad choices. And then when it, when it continues into it becomes almost like a romantic story between oh my God, our female protagonist so... who might be in her 30s and like a 14 year old boy with like yeah. a, a stunted mental growth yeah it, be, it i'm like why are we here no i don't there's yeah. a million dream like wake up from a dream cuts yeah and where, where the they wake up it's, it's like so... <gasps> Yeah. And I'm like, but you can't do that yeah. as many times as this movie does that. Yeah. The the CGI effects are distracting and bad. No, they're really bad. They're really whereas yeah, the practical I effects just, are really yeah, kind of fun. I <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I think like the philosophy for such a big topic, you know, obviously you 
tend to want to read a philosophy into it, but the philosophy itself doesn't, and the way that the narrative unfolds doesn't really seem to make sense. And like I said, when the director talks about it himself, like, um, I mean, one thing that bothered me is the inter- the interview that I was watching, the interview was like, this film brings a strong European sense to horror. And I was mm. like, wait, fucker, this is a film from South is Africa. But you know what? No, 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 no. So this is then the director, instead of yeah. correcting him, the director said, oh, wow, that's such a huge compliment. And I'm huh. like, this is why fuck most like South African filmmakers that are white making because you're the ones that are getting attention for horror coming out of Africa yeah. but you want to align yourself with Europe so what the fuck right, is that about great, you know huh? it's not and I mean I that overall so then later on in the interviewer the interviewer goes um you know so you have this story about horror in nature and you're shooting amongst nature like how are you conscious of your own ecological footprint and the director was like I mean I'm gonna be honest with you it's not something that we really uh can think about too much because it's a small budget and so if we have to get a shot really quickly and we have to you know crush through these plants and we know we just have to do that and I'm just like way to like tell on yourself you know like there is no ethical uh philosophical claim right. not to even this really work. to not even be committed to your own movies literally thesis, i guess literally and just be like <laughs> and, and so like it's everything about this movie left a really bad taste in my mouth mm-hmm. and i really wanted to find ways to enjoy it but then when i tried to find ways to enjoy it i only hated it more yeah and i think it's for everything that clinton just said you know it, like it seemed the first 20 minutes held a lot of promise. And Mm -hmm. then it goes into this like weird fetishistic relationship. Then it goes into this weird, like he starts fucking a tree at one point because we find out. Yeah. Well, he, there's one, that one scene where he's, Dick in the ground. No, Dick in the humping, ground. And, then, and he looks at the camera. Yeah. That, that I was like, I laughed out loud. I and laughed I, out and loud I thought, too. This is like, I, w- I wish in a, there was a world where like the Oscars, when they show the best movies of the year, that that, that scene, <laughs> this is like pale my, you, white butt going never, into the ground. It was a lot. You never that saw. That was a lot. By the way, I don't, the, I hope. But it was was it a dream? Like just make no, that part I mean, real. I, in my head, that that part happened. You I mean, made, you happen- made me see it. I mean, it you happened. know that his wife was the tree, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So I yeah. think so. That was definitely because he was fucking the tree. No, he was dick in the ground. He though. was dick. I mean, dick in, that's where the roots. Of, I, do okay, I need to it, do a, a mean, tree I sex I talk know. with you? Apparently, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so. Root, where There's going to be more having sex with things that aren't people in this episode that's to come um but you know what oh. you know you know what bothered me you, you know what bo- <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about oh yeah you know what bothered me what? a lot about this movie there was a low-key thing what so these are survivalists right they're yeah. in the jungle yeah their hut house is filled with like target walmart candles it is. It was so. It bothered so, me so deeply. So I don't. It, this made me hate you more. Why would you would need candles? This made me hate the movie more. But um, the the main the main dude, the like cult leader dude, the dad. I forget his name. Brennan. The the dad. Yeah, the dad. Who dad wasn't dude. scary enough, by the way. 
These are the plainest listen, white folks. Listen, listen, I'm about to. <laughs> Clinton's doing a lot of really great buildup for the reveal I'm about to give. All right, what is it? That guy did this film method. So apparently he would literally sleep in the hut. Uh-huh. He grew that beard. So he's they, like, I grew this beard. Yeah. He would go I foraging for fine. his own food and things uh-huh. like that. And I'm like, what a fucking lame reveal because nothing about his performance yeah. was even the slightest bit engaging. And I'm like, well, good for all of you did, you did you it. You did it. Yeah. You know what? There's another movie that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, coming home at night. Is that what that coming movie is? Coming home in the coming home in the dark. The main bad guy in that movie, Daniel Killies. Yeah. He should have been in the like. This movie needs a. Uh, you need to be a slam dunk. Yeah, bad I don't guy. think the the, the performances overall in this movie was like. I thought the protagonist was fine. I thought Winston was they fine until really, they made him I mean, just did, jump off the stupid. A stupid. They cliff didn't give them anything to nothing. work with, to be quite frank. And clearly, yeah. also this director just has no idea the thematic impact of his stuff, and just wants to be considered a European director. So that was also another thing that, again, really deeply bothered me. Is like, I don't. F- you know, Gaia, first off, for those of you all that may not know, is the uh, Greek mythological uh, equivalent of Mother Earth. So, okay. um, again, this mythology is very European. Um, you know, hmm. it, it, the landscape itself is beautiful and whatnot because, you know, South Africa is absolutely gorgeous. But, um, yeah, no, this film was easily the biggest letdown of all of them for me. Yeah, it's so weird because it wasn't even like the longest runtime, probably. I but felt, I yeah. struggled. No, at this a certain movie point. was a lot. I think there was just yeah. so many things that I was annoyed by. <laughs> no, yeah, that that that's the thing. Things happen in this movie, but you're just so annoyed the whole time. And like I said, the vagueness of the philosophy already hit me when I watched it. Mm-hmm. So just seeing how undeveloped and again exploitative even yeah. it is while trying to say, be the message of we exploit the earth like look at yourself yeah <laughs> and to make the survivalist white people too is sort of it's sort of like <sighs> the jungle belongs to them or something no it does it, in just south com- africa which, which when you said in it was south, south motherfucking africa. africa what yeah, the fuck there's a real lack of uh Anyway, so that's Gaia. <laughs> Gaia, yeah. Well, we'll start off with a big, yeah, a shotgun blast. Yeah, I mean, blast I don't think there's anything else Gaia. to really we have to say about that one because I don't think there's any intention really. I mean, yeah, you know, good it. for good for the good reviews it got. I guess. I hope, I hope the method. I mean, it's sounds like method actor confirmed. Yeah. Did stick his wiener in the ground, probably. I, you know, I that seems to be the implication. <laughs> like, vigorously. So, um, if you want to see some trion, to him on you that know, particular if you, accomplishment. If you're into fucking the earth, watch this movie. It fucks the earth. Okay. All right. So next we have the boy behind the door, directed by David Chabonier and that was my opening. Justin of Powell. <laughs> I'm pretty Who's sure he doesn't even there? say his name French like that. But Justin Powell? No, David Chabonnet. Oh, <laughs> okay. th- these are both Americans. Okay. All right. Okay. Can't wait till we're older. We can leave this place. Where do you want to go? Somewhere where the sun's always shining. 
Kevin? Kevin, can you hear me? It's me, Bobby. I'm scared, Bobby. Me too, okay? But I'm not gonna leave you. All right, The Boy Behind the Door. So that was The Boy Behind the Door, directed by David Chabonia and Justin Powell from America. It's up on Shudder. Where was that? Shudder? Yeah. Yeah, Shudder. It's up on Shudder if you want to watch it. It came out in the summer last year. I think it's a Shudder original, one of those. One of those um, types. So this is a movie. Yeah, okay. So let me set the premise. Yes, please. Boys get abducted. Pretty much. Into like a terrible child sex trafficking operation. Yeah. And so it's sort of like an es a survival escape horror because yeah. they're in a house and one of them... It's a house horror kind of thing. One of them gets free and then kind of... A, a black boy and a white boy, by the way. Yes. Um, which, by the way, so we open with... Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't like this movie. Okay. For a few reasons, yes. but one thing that kind of already within the first few minutes, I was like, oh, I hate this. I'm really beginning to detest uh -huh. when the most climactic part of your film is what you begin with to then. So a flash forward, flashback, flash mm -hmm. forward kind mm -hmm. of thing. It adds nothing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what exactly you're referring to. The, so we open with the boys in the trunk and then we flash back. Oh, they're back. in the trunk first? Okay. Yeah, that's the very, very first shot. And so yeah. then, but then that's only like a few minutes. We cut to the boys. So they're BFFs. They're like playing okay, baseball so, or something, throwing a baseball. They're, they're, yeah. Okay. Here's this thing about this movie that okay. like I wanted to like about it. It yeah. seems queer as hell. Really? I they were the the boys in the beginning when they were saying you're my best friend you're my oh, best friend yeah. they're like they sort of love each they, other but they're like not only it's not only just like this friendship thing they but do they're love also each other. the mise en scene they're like haloed out there's like soft glow i'm like this is framed like and i mean yeah I, like a love in a way, story yeah in yeah. a way that almost excited me because yeah that is kind of cute of is. it I doesn't mean, need to be sexual i mean it's not sexual at all they just have a deep friendship yeah and because it was set up to be so romantic um i in a way like i huh. kept waiting for there to be some even slight acknowledgement about yeah. that 
Um, because then that's what juxtaposed. So we get like this crazy, the boys are tied up in the trunk. Then we cut to this like soft glow. In a field. They're, that they're, yeah, in a part, field. They're yeah. in a field staring at each other, single frame Throwing for a single frame. It's on the very romantic. And then like a kidnapper comes in. Yeah, kidnapper comes in as like donk. And we don't see it because it's off screen. And then yeah. the next kid, donk. Yeah. Um, or the yeah. kid's like, where are you? Where's the baseball? And then donk, <laughs> got him. But uh, you know what this movie reminds me of? It felt like a Disney Channel original movie. Really? Yeah. You know, okay. So, so my first impression, uh, yeah. my first like big impression was yeah. there's the scene where the kid, so she takes, she takes, oh God, I just ruined it. It's he or she well, there's takes a, there's a twist oh yes, my god spoilers by the way the abductor is a woman yeah they're a woman man duo oh it's and two yeah i think it's mainly just the one no there's the man what I do mean, you mean he kills a, the man did you watch this the man movie? where's the man Dude, what are you talking about? Oh, the well, black boy kills the man that oh, right. Up. but that's just to me i think that's just a guy who's like paid to abuse the kids and my and my mind oh, okay. woman is like the master <laughs> i didn't think about just, the full philosophy she, like of the film because it all seemed messy to me okay but, so, um, but, but yeah but let me go back to the boy she takes one of the boys out yeah. of or somebody takes one of the boys out of the trunk yeah and then the other boy is left in there yeah and the which is our black Young the black, black boy, yeah. Character. So the black boy sort of is like the hero. So that is cool to see overall. Yes, um, you know, and he's a good actor. But yeah. here's the th my first impression was: yeah. this kid is locked in a trunk. Yeah. I believe he's locked in a trunk. I am watching a young boy like fighting for his oh, life in oh, a trunk. And I have something to he, say. Like yes, like uh, I'll give him credit. Like that was great acting, but. It also looked really real, and I don't even want him to have experienced something that seemed like... Like, it just felt unethical. So, I agree, because watching all of these movies, I think other than maybe the ones that I like the most, or we'll get into it, but I think I'm officially at the age where I'm really over watching real animals getting going through things for movies like torture uh, or, sort of or well, I, so i had issues violence. with lamb yeah and what and the main reason because in well I, let's not go into lamb okay. too much all right let's well, stay in there, the boy there, behind the door there are things about lamb but yes in this movie i completely agree i was like okay i get it it's it's for a movie and yeah. maybe even when i was younger i'd be like oh that's so cool it's so real but it's so yeah, gritty but i'm officially at the age where i'm like i am not really enjoying watching these boys have to battle it out i mean you're watching this kid gasping and yeah. grasping and yeah and, and of course movies are movies but, uh, but i don't know but maybe it's also the <sighs> yeah you could have shot it differently you, could, you don't have to put the, the, you don't have to make it real yeah, for a seven-year-old yeah you know the, um or you know i was just old, listening 11 year old yeah i don't know yeah um I was just listening to an episode of a different podcast, Hornblood Fire, which is really good. She's awesome. Um, and they did one on the whaling and they were talking about the kid acting in the whaling and how like in American movies, things are played up to such an nth degree. But there's a lot of threat in her sil in, in her silence as well. And that is good acting as well. And I couldn't help but think of that 
thinking back on this movie. Um, again, no no direct shots to the kid actors themselves. I think that they did the best with what they were given. But so much of this film did feel so just like, uh, like, really? Okay, so, and I think that this film, I can see where people would like this because I think it's I well... There yeah. are parts of this that work, that work, that work. And even the twist is kind of lame, much a but it horror works. Movie, though. It's a horror movie, though. But yeah, here's the thing. What here's I mean by that is it's super formulaic for me. It is. Yeah, it's formulaic. Yeah. But, but the formula works for the most part. But here's the thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. it, it's like this kind of adventure escape thriller. Oh, it's... But, but wait, 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 okay. wait, wait. Go, wait, go, wait, wait. go, go. But... This is about child sex trafficking. It that, Again, yeah. I feel like the lead was buried a lot in the main theme. And then there were also like very on the nose, like subtextual things that I was just like. Oh my this God, is like so, the Make America Great Again The Make America sticker. Great sticker. When <laughs> not she only turned, it's not bad no, enough, she's a child molester. No. And then for like the three <laughs> minutes that the, car, that the cars turned on, oh, it's conveniently like Rush Limbaugh going off about immigrants while or all yeah. going off about black boys while a black oh, boy really? is driving a car yeah no yeah um another thing is the the it tv didn't, it didn't fit the, the, didn't the, the, the tv would always be giving fox uh, news yeah, or like, the, yeah there would they would be like low-key commentary on exactly what you were seeing i think in more recent horror movies and this was a big thing for me in scream as well and why i didn't like it is like Thinking that it's meta to use like background noise to comment on a scene as it's going on. I'm just like, I'm not stupid. I know right. I, I have ears. Like this is this, this you're making it's me not, aware to the point. It, it's not clever. It you're making is. me aware that I'm watching a commentary of a commentary. Right. True, true, like sat satirical things, true symbolic things don't go so it's so it's so elementary really yeah and um and that's what i just feel about this movie it's not a bad movie per se but it's just like it's so by the numbers and then to me it's really queer and so what i did and i i, I don't know how i feel about revealing this but i was like i needed to watch something with the directors so i did and a few things. One, as Clinton said, this is like, it definitely feels like adventure is the adventure genre. Yeah. Is it's the, like Goonies, but with sex you trafficking. You just ruined what I was going to say. Bad. So I was like, these directors were probably influenced by Goonies. Yeah. And I turned on the interview and it's the very first thing that they mentioned. They're like, yeah, we wanted to do like a Goonie style horror. And I'm like, yeah, I could tell. But that's, <laughs> but this isn't even horror. This is, this is too. It like a horror. If you go into sex trafficking. All. And you're yeah. looking at adults abusing children. Yeah. That is like, yeah. make it monsters or something that you can kind of abstract or something. But if when it's so real and disgusting, it's not an enjoyable watch. Well, it's not. It's even, not I, like I want to think about it. I'm like, Ugh. I don't even I'm not even sure that I would necessarily fully agree with that take in the sense. I, I agree with you overall, but I just feel like. Not even the directors wanted to go that dark. So, like, it never goes dark enough. And oh, then, I think it goes real dark. I don't think. I mean, I, the like, kids are chained up. There's a, an adult man coming in. and Yeah, ugh. but I, I never, I mean, true bodily harm never really comes to any of them. I think you got to assume the friend is violated. 
at one oh, point he asked like did he do anything to you or something and i'm like yeah no, maybe don't yeah. ask that to your no, friend who's been well, chained up and well that's you know. what i mean though like and, and that in and of itself felt said, like no, an expository no. moment rather than like would to like would you really be asking that in that moment yeah but that's what i mean about this movie and so again so this other part that i'm about to reveal when i was watching the interview with the directors and i try to do a lot of research mm-hmm. the one thing that i think that that does come through strong is this queer voice now i'm not sure if these directors are gay because these are actually some of their very first features they haven't mm-hmm. done a lot of press i try to do as much research as possible but as someone with the gaydar I'm almost positive these are two queer directors themselves. Okay. And um and I think, you know, I just did that talk. But what is on, so what does that mean, I guess, for you? How does well, that change? I do feel like there is a certain um there's a certain level of camp in the connection of these two boys. And I think that that was the most Again, I go back. The most interesting part to me was when I first saw if this was a queer story. It has so many elements that are not treated tonally similarly or respectfully. And it seems like it both trivializes the plight of like, you know, you have this political plight, this racial plight, the abuse, obviously. But at the, it, it still feels like it's supposed to be like this pop movie at the end of the day. And so, I don't know. It's just a Did lot of confusing director, tones. I looked at the director and they seem to have a movie that also starred oh, kids. Gen. Was that also with kids? I did not see it, but I do have... It has supposedly good reviews, but oh, really? I'm not going to lie, guys. When I was doing research on these guys, I was like, wait... There are two American dudes that are making an American movie about a Muslim folklore thing. And Mm. I was like, you could not find a Muslim American for this. I don't know. It Mm. feels weird. Are they Muslim? Do we know? I'm I'm pretty positive they're not Muslim. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty positive they're not Muslim. Um, Yeah. So. um, So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate this one as much as Gaia. I do think that the friendship of the boys was the most interesting part of the movie. But what uh like I said, it feels like a TV movie. It's not the worst. And just just if you ugh. It was all the things we've we've said. Boy yeah, behind the door. Boy behind the door. I don't know. Don't yeah. recommend this to me. No. I, I wouldn't mean, recommend it. Just make it fun. If it's got kids, make it fun. Make it funner. You can you, clearly be they can make a good movie. Of, so make a yeah. make a if it's gonna be a you know, just, I don't know. Blah. So that's dark. Right. Uh, to me too, it was too dark to be fun. Oh wait. <gasps> what? Oh, I think we're finally getting into the good stuff next. Oh all right. And so Uh-oh. right now, here are some of no, James Wan's no! malignant. Cover your ears. Cover your ears. I'm having visions. Dr. Florence Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. 
I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders. As they're happening. Hello? He says his name is Gabriel. I think he's someone from my past. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. Stop saying that. Mandy, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? Imaginary friend? Imaginary He's the devil. He's getting closer. He wants to talk to you. Mom, what do you know? He's coming for me. And so that was Malignant, directed by James Wan, my favorite movie of 2021. What a joy this no movie comment. is. <laughs> what a joy. Is it? So, well, I've got what's a question. this movie about? Okay, so this movie is about a... Uh, I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss some parts, but I'm going to give you the key, the key part here. Uh, actually, I'm going to throw it over to you because it's, uh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked because I, whenever anyone asks me to like describe what this movie is about, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you need to just walk. Okay. So I, you when need I to started. Force it on yourself. When I always wanted to watch this movie because obviously James Wan's an icon. I love the Saw movies, love Insidious, love, I love all the, the Conjuring movies. Do we watch The Nun together? I never saw The Nun. Okay. I saw The Nun by myself. I don't think he directed then. The Nun. No, he did. Did he? Because I, don't think so. I went back and I said, this movie was directed by someone who's made a movie before. You're such a, this I mean, movie this shows Clinton's stupidity like, though. <laughs> this movie feels, this, this movie shows somebody's stupidity. There are so many layers going on in this movie and it is yeah. my favorite thing in the world. It, well, okay, wait. Was it to, made by a, like a group project no. where like one, also, one person oh, he, was No, yeah, he didn't direct the, the nun. He didn't direct the nun. Well, then I so don't like any of his movies. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have the bad nun? taste. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I think the... Mm, okay. If we were... First off, Let's this is going to have a about. lot of spoilers. If, if you were to give like a non-spoiler synopsis, it'd be like... 
this woman starts having visions of murders. And so that's, I think, sort of like... There's a when monster I, when in I, a woman's head. Shut the fuck up. It's not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So when I heard about this movie, obviously, I just wanted to watch it because James Wan did it. But, you know, when you look at the poster, you look at these things, I was like, hmm, malignant. Oh, clearly there is some type of herself that just she's like sleepwalking or something and maybe that's the thing that's malignant or whatever and so here's the thing about malignant and here's here is definitely what i'll say the first 40 minutes of malignant are hell oh my god thank you so wait so how they is this a good movie wait wait wait, wait. The, I, let me let me asterisk they're hell the, the opening scene is awesome and I, and my first notes in What's my phone, opening scene? it's like oh, the chaotic the, the, the doctor <laughs> office. The, the, oh my no, God, the first so scene Sam is so Raimi. good. The yeah, first scene amazing. is so good. In, in my notes, I have yeah. this is this is going to be the best movie ever. Oh, that's and amazing. then the very next scene, my yeah. very next note is. Oh my God, this movie sucks. Actually, this no. movie is so okay. Bad. So I um. So yeah, you're watching it, oh and my and, and my main thing, especially being familiar with James Wan's style, is for the first James 40- Wan produced the Nun. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. he created the Conjuring series, yes, bitch. Yes, sorry. So he produced all of those movies. Okay, go on, <laughs> fucker. Anyway, so again, being familiar with James Wan's style, I was like, this seems so procedural, so mid. Like, so mid. What's about? And then, but not only is it so mid, there are certain, and these are now things that I love about the movie. Uh, yeah. But there were definitely moments before the 40 minute point, like things that I remember when, first off, when she gets slammed into the wall, I was like, oh, that seems so really extreme. Stupid. There it, was a lot of blood. It was blood, literally and was like, funny. And you, it was, it was funny because it was be so absurd. So, it was supposed to it was be so, so absurd. Brutal, it, and it was just absurd. It, it, yeah, because because I, I, wait, I, I can had, we do the scene? The, 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 I think she's like saying something nice to her boyfriend like, or something. Oh yeah, can you look at this? And he's like, I'm not gonna look at. He's this. like, bitch, I'm watching UFC, the violent television. Get out of my <laughs> face! And then they do this weird, like sped up push. Oh my god, it's amazing! Like you're it's, making a it's, movie, it's can't hilarious. you? It's can't hilarious. you do angles or I something mean, to make it, it look upsetting. real? Oh, it looks so fake, right? It did look so fake. It and did she's look like, so fake. Ugh, so then, um, thing so like, whatever, like the dude dies so or instant, whatever. Instant domestic violence, like no, right yeah, off the bat. The, yeah, it was. I did make an. Yeah, it was like. And anyway, like, so um, yeah. So whatever the the dude dies, I already forgot Wait, how he, he died. Uh, Something to do he, with does Gabriel. he get killed by the yeah, he gets killed by Gabriel. Man? Yeah, man? I think he gets killed by. I also like preferring to call Gabriel malignant. Anyway, uh-huh. we'll get to Gabriel. Okay. In Gabriel a second. is the monster. <laughs> Gabriel is our king. Gabriel. Gabriel got a bad rap. If you can get through Look, the first forty minutes, okay. But I fell asleep. Listen, real talk. Twenty that minutes. Does, fell asleep. That doesn't surprise me. Fall asleep during everything. I am um, father of two children. So, very hard. Very hard. Stay um. Away. So, but like other other him. parts, so like he dies and she's like, oh, oh, because she was pregnant. She lost the baby as yes. well. So then. Well, we thought that was the domestic violence, but. 
Anyway. From a quote later in the film, we realized that maybe that wasn't the case. Oh, my God. So good. Anyway. But then so like there are like some weird. So then she begins having these visions, right, of like where people are getting murdered in her dreams. But she says that like her body locks up and whatever. And then she mentions a name, Gabriel. And her mom is like, where'd you get that name from? And then like a, a couple scenes later, the mom was like, we have something to tell you. You're adopted. You're adopted. And then the sister's reaction is like, <gasps> and then they literally play like the song, Where is my mind? Where? It was like being adopted is the worst thing that ever could have happened to anyone. Maybe my parents are murdering aliens. So then like her sister, her adopted sister is like, no, I have to figure out what's going, what's wrong with Madison because Madison keeps disappearing. Like it seems like Madison is killing these people that were related to the orphanage that she came from, which her mother fills in the context. And so this is again... Still where I'm about to lose my patience because then the sister goes off and the sister goes off and goes to supposedly the orphanage. What is the orphanage? So the or so right, we get this I, I idea was of the so orphanage. Over it. I'm yeah, no, it. I was almost over it at that point because yeah, I mean, there's a lot so the cops become very much involved in this. They become like the levity, you know. I really like Oh my god, those did you like the cops? I fucking love the cops. Oh no. They're so dumb. Oh, it's like poorly <laughs> so acted stupid. CSI. Oh my god. I, I mean, I think that's all on purpose though. Oh. Like, I think it was all on purpose. But anyway, also like during this 40 minute time period, we do have like, I think, two significant Gabriel scenes. So you do get this like image of like a horror. monster with a lot of like black hair. You don't really see his face, but we're made to believe that like, you know, Gabriel's going off doing shit while Madison is like stuck in this like fugue state or whatever. So her sister goes off and is trying to find the orphanage, which already. You know, just her adopted sister going off to the middle of nowhere, I guess in California, to find an orphanage already absurd. An orphanage from 30 years ago, right? She finds the orphanage. Already, I'm like beginning to get real pissed off. I'm like, oh yeah, this orphanage is fucking intact after yeah. 30 years. Was it that, like, where the electricity, the fucking electricity is working too. Yeah. But Documents then we go or down to, so, so she She's ends like... up going down to the basement where like the third document she picks it's like up the is spooky, exactly Madison's document. It's, it's like the spooky but, asylum looking old but, place. But yeah. reader, reader, please. Listener? Watcher? Reader, reader. Oh, okay. This is where shit gets real because she opens up Madison's file and what we come to learn is Madison has a twin that is living out the, the back of her head and you we get this flashback to this motherfucking incredible skeletal creature brain thing that is literally operating out of a little girl's body. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen an image this batshit in an American movie in some time. So here's what I will say about Malignant and why I love it. 94. 99% of these fucking effects were practical and it pays off so well. The 
only scene that is that uh had major or not and not even major what what happened is um there's a scene at the police station at the end that is like that shit where like Gabriel's throwing bodies yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's like the Matrix. Like, um, pah, 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 no, yeah. She's fighting that, backwards. So She's Gabe, like, ho, 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 ho. that was all practical. Yeah, cool. those are motherfucking contortionists. Cool. Why didn't you make the rest of the movie those good? Are mother, if you could make those that are good, why didn't you just do that more? Um, so then, after that point, we we learned that it's actually been Madison doing things because what happened. And then, well, so it's been Madison right during via... the parallel action. So right as um, her sister is revealing this, we get a parallel action sort of deal where we have another scene being intercut here, and it is Madison who was jailed up for the supposed murders. That she's been doing and we get a transformation scene where madison's skull splits open the face like falls back and then yeah and then madison goes she ape, goes ham on everybody goes able at all the women in that fucking jail cell oh i have a problem it was perfect <laughs> i have problems it with was this perfect so i uh, uh real quickly just a quick aside yeah how come the black woman in jail was dressed in so, like 1960s. Everyone in that, everyone in that fucking scene was dressed at a like costume a, party. Everyone's like a stereotype everyone. in that jail. Everyone. Well, first off, one thing that I also want to say it, about it was, it was it was Wait, distracting to me. I was like, this looks you like go, a Halloween mur, 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 mur. Yeah. So yes, this movie mur, was directed mur, mur, mur. by James Wan. Yeah. The idea of the story came from his wife Ingrid Basu, who was uh, influenced by. Uh, I think she's Romanian. She. Yeah, she's Romanian. She was influenced by Romanian folklore behind the idea of Gabriel, but she liked the idea of it being like this med like a, a medical parasitic condition instead of it being just like this folkloric aspect. So uh, Ingrid and James came up with the idea but they hired a black woman to write the screenplay. So this great this movie is actually written don't entirely by blame, a black woman. Don't try to blame uh, somebody. Akella Cooper. And I have to give her a shout outs because rarely do we see huge horror properties, you know, being written by black women on their own. This I, I will even go down and say this is a black horror film. Okay. I think the humor is definitely like stems so much from that as hmm. well. And um, uh, really, because counterpoint, the I humor, the humor stems from how bad it's amazing some of the movie. acting is. It's, I mean, and it, the yeah, choices that Annabelle were made. Wallace is doing the absolute least, and I love it for <laughs> like, like, oh my god, like it's amazing. It's truly amazing. Um, but wait, I wait, love wait, wait, this but you, uh, idea. Uh, so, how do you get through? I mean, you admitted the first forty yeah. minutes are a yeah. slog. Yeah. Okay. It, so here's here's, so here's like a thing. Okay. I mean, it's clearly not everyone is going to get through that and think this movie was good. The first thing that I, I so the first thing that I did after I watched this movie is I mm -hmm. texted literally everyone I know and said, "Watch Malignant. Don't watch anything about it. Just watch it. Stick with it." It'll pay off because the second half of the movie is literally like a fucking WWE meets horror <laughs> right. meets like there, just complete fun, absurdism. It's, action, it's, it's, it's super amazing. But, don't, but why, why um, not set up the movie that way? Like they set it up for okay, that so and then actually, they switch to like well, okay, a because, melodrama. Okay, and so James Wan, I mean, first off, James Wan really has become one of Hollywood periods like 
most insought directors. Like right now, he did all of the Aquamans. You know, he did a good chunk of the Fast and the Furious. I think there's just one Aquaman. No, they already filmed the second one. Yeah, it's coming out. Um, Already by the time they were filming this, Aquaman 2 was, I think, done. Um, So like, you know, the dude is in demand. He really can pretty much make whatever he wants to make now. And especially, you know, he create he started... The Saw series, the Insidious series, the Conjuring series, at that point, like, sort of like, what do you do? And he said that what he was really interested in doing for this film was bringing it back to an original story, which Malignant is an original story, um, again, coming from his wife. And um, and he said that he wanted to make this movie as an homage to every single genre of of within horror that he liked and so he said he really wanted it to be like a murder mystery so this like really almost tedious 40 minutes you know def is no much he's like he said that he wanted the cops to be bumbling like like these bumbling uh idiots essentially um because but then he says like he definitely wanted this like 80s Sam Raimi influence that comes in, which definitely comes in towards the end. That and with, is the strongest. Um, like that no, is it, where it, I think it, the I wish the entire I, okay, movie. I will was. say that I will say that I I do think just the very excitement of that like completely eclipses everything. But it also makes me appreciate this really tedious. Like if it, it is for the first time watching it i think it is hard but i think looking back on it i i'm i can't wait to watch it again because i think i will actually find a lot of joy in seeing like how they pulled off a lot of it and so um and so that's why i really love malignant my only regret with malignant is i didn't see it in theaters i feel yeah. like it uh. would be so much fun in theaters yeah um but i was doubtful myself i wasn't sure if i could make it through so i did on hbo max um yeah, no, I really loved Malignant. I think it was like everything that I want in a horror movie. Yes, it is. I do think uh, improperly paced, but I will say this. I do think, and this speaks to all the movies actually for the pod. I do think that as spectators were challenged to pay attention and to get payoffs. And I think Malignant definitely awards that. Um, but you do need to be patient. Um, and I can see why a lot of people wouldn't be patient. I could see why people would fall asleep. I really could. But um, but I think Malignant is a gift for those that want to stick around and can spot the references. They were or, giallo color schemes. You know, there was a lot of Hitchcock style blocking. Um, it, it's so well made. Here's the thing. It's uh, so well oof. made. Okay. It's so well made. Uh, or... You could, I think, because I actually think the best way to watch this is with your buds while you're having conversations and just laughing at the stupid parts. Yes, yes, yes. And then talking through the boring parts. Yes, I I agree. I I think this is a really great movie to watch with your friends. I hope if you haven't seen it, you didn't listen to this part. I wish I had friends when I was watching this Um, I really, really loved it. I I want Gabriel to become a horror icon. She she is. I want Gabriel to... We have no choice. She's appeared in a movie. She's an icon. I will say the end was fucking... Oh my God. So, okay, all right. One I thing that we yeah. haven't addressed is like, all right, so it's this parasitic twin. How does she get rid of it? Which 
reader, I also thought the same thing. I was like, how did she get rid of it? And she gets rid of it by saying, you do not control me, Gabriel. You do not control me and I will not do what you want me to do. And he goes away. <laughs> and I'm like, are, are you telling me that this that this was cured if she had just gone to Probably therapy? Just positive thinking. So she just needed to go to therapy? She, just needed, to, she needed to uh, acknowledge acknowledge it. That's like a coping thing. That's a that's a psychological thing. No, and then the thing. mom. The so and another thing is the biological boring. mom is is discovered because it's a boring the, way the 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 one thing that we didn't mention is the she was adopted. She and Gabriel were adopted because it was like a, a teenage pregnant mother kind of thing, and so the the biological mother is kidnapped by Gabriel, and at the end of it, the biological mother who had been in a coma because of what Gabriel did to her. Um, she wakes up from the coma and it's like, Gabriel, I don't love you. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Um, my favorite quote was oh God, Tell when uh, our lead character's friend, I believe somebody says to her about her miscarriages. This is just, oh this my was, God. This I was think just I know like, what quote uh, this is. This, this is, is just up. something your friend says to you. Oh my God. When she like totally is. understands your monster problem. Oh my God. And she says, he was, he was feeding off of your miscarriages to build himself back up. Like she was like, oh, I get it. Like your monster head monster was eating your babies for twin, his energy. Parasitic twin. Like why would he? Why parasitic would she? Parasitic twin. And then the character was like, yeah, Gabriel oh, I guess you're right. Be alone. She's she's miscarrying me Honestly, for fuel. <laughs> I understood Gabriel. Yeah. I want him to succeed. I want. Uh, I, I wanted him to be in a better movie. Not gone forever come on he is gonna be in the sequel is gonna be better i want i i do agree with that yeah i do i do think that Cut would definitely happen exposition just go straight I in i mean that's sort of like no yeah i won't make it like it. him he tries to like get a job become a normal and i think here's the thing i think even if people didn't like this movie like clinton i think everyone does agree that Gabriel is just awesome. Like yeah, Gabriel's cool. The, the creature I, design I is cool. I see more backwards and the, fighting. And the thing is, and then again, that backwards fighting, so to speak, was all practical with contortionists. I saw yeah, it behind the scenes cool. of it, and it was insane how yeah. they did it. And I think it looks so... It looks scary. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, that prison scene was... I mean, it was hilarious, but it was also scary. And I got to give a shout out. So the, the jail scene, I kept wondering how that was shot camera-wise because the camera work was so crazy. And I saw a behind-the-scenes video. It was literally a robot swinging the camera around it i strongly recommend watching the behind the scenes stuff for this movie on youtube i think it would just make you appreciate the movie all that much more and, I, and to take to clinton's point because i do do a bit here i do think that if you do need so much context about what makes the movie awesome is the movie awesome on its own but for me, as someone that already liked it a lot after I first watched it, these things bring so much more affection and life to me for the movie. So, um, so yeah, Malignant. Yeah, there it is. I actually went back and watched some clips from The Room afterwards because I was thirsty <laughs> for some more bad dialogue. Oh, my God. Uh, dialogue's so bad. Yeah. Uh, Kella Cooper, she's a queen. I can't wait to see what she writes next. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's great. Okay. Oh, um, uh, uh, oh sorry. Go also, ahead. I noticed in this movie, there's 
patient May oh, is yeah, the I name. Oh, yeah, I think I noticed that. And so yeah. Yeah. I thought that would be There's cute. And you, you're, you're going to do a Halloween costume possibly oh, of this. No, I'm going to do Darkman This is a real connection I recently here. saw Darkman and I loved it. I'd never seen it before. Um, talking about batshit creature designs, yeah. right? And also no, segue into our next film. Uh, yeah, a segue Coming to, home in the oh, dark. Uh, Right? All right. Okay. We can do that. So next is Coming Home in the Dark, directed by James Ashcroft from New Zealand. Okay. 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 Go. <laughs> Two eggs from the same basket, and one of them is this lovely, gentle patient boy and the other ones what an egg <laughs> i want the boys to have a place to spend their summers with a sense of community i'm personally not craving a sense of community helen no, I'm, I'm serious i, I organized a fundraiser with jenny and it was impossible yeah i got so helen. angry that i almost said something got a whole place to yourselves I should probably introduce myself, shouldn't I? Mandrake. I'm a magician. I make things disappear. You know, later on, when you're looking back at this occasion, right there is going to be the moment you wish you'd done something. Where are you taking us? Home. My husband wasn't one of them. One of who? I don't know what you want me to say. I want you to talk about you. It's in the past. Let's just leave it in the past. You better kill me really quickly because I'm going to kill you. Try again. Go, 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 go! Just never, never know where the day is going to take you. All right, so that was Coming Home in the Dark. Coming Home in the Dark. Directed by James Ashcroft from New Zealand. It is up on Netflix. Oh, Malignant's up on HBO Max, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, Coming Home in the Dark. How would you describe coming home well, okay, what, okay what is it about you, let's set the scene a family is going on a road trip of sorts and they are in what country new zealand new zealand and so it's gorgeous gorgeous you've got the family dynamics of like two teenage For some boys because yeah, as clinton boys. says the vibe is a little bit dissonant as most like awkward it's like family road trip it's like annoying kids fathers like you know i I related to it which by the way the dad i don't know who the the dad i think his name is eric thompson he's apparently like an icon in australia and new zealand like yeah he's like a really famous tv dad Mm. so um he was very purposely yeah so he was purposely cast in this sort of like 
to be. Yeah. So um, so I do want to point out yeah. mine and Clinton's ignorance here. This isn't something I found out until later. Mm-hmm. And so um, so yeah, so that's interesting okay. because he definitely okay. does give off like this TV dad vibe immediately. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. And the mother, I don't I didn't have any notes on her, but the she mother, seems good, like a good actor. No, and yeah. And she's also, doing her thing. So and context she's being a for mother. the mother. She is and I am sorry if I mispronounce this. Um, she is Maori. And so um, James Ashcroft, the director, said that it was very important for him to cast a Maori woman as the mother because the mother does tend to be like the main affectionate, nurturing role in this film. And Maori women in New Zealand cinema rarely are cast in those roles. So two notes on the casting of those two. Um, because I do think that that is, I mean, I actually, it didn't seem super obvious to me at first that the mother might've been non-white. So, um, so yeah, so important cultural context Mm, somewhat. That is important. Yeah. Um, so they go to a location somewhere very gorgeous in, in nature to go for a hike or picnic or something. It's secluded. And, uh. Well, although it, yeah, it's secluded, although it is open, you know, yeah. big rolling hills sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so imagine you're out there with your family chilling and these two adult men kind of straggle up to you and out of nowhere. And you just get the bad vibes. Yeah, very bad vibes. And that is where the tensions. Yeah. And I think the tension is masterfully held created and held through a good portion of this movie okay so coming home in the dark i would have to say is the movie i liked the second most Mm -hmm. i didn't absolutely love it but i will absolutely agree with clinton that i think it is very well made I think it is excellently acted and I think even the parts that were obviously like upsetting to me like that i mean that's the point of horror right Mm -hmm. so this was a movie where definitely i'm not sure like if it would be one of my faves to watch period but i think it is inarguably a very well crafted and effective uh horror film that is very specific as well to the culture so this seems like a really great study for the podcast i'm really Mm. glad that we that we watched it so in the story, the the leader whose name is Mandrake. Yeah, Mandrake. Who is a phenomenal. So it's Mandrake and Tubbs. Yeah. Mandrake and Tubbs. And um Mandrake, the who is so the actor is just Daniel Giles, so who apparently is on Vampire Diaries. Oh my god. Well that show was good. Um, is I didn't that like, watch that show. Yeah. Um so he's just so charismatic. And so he basically he gets a gun out. And it and it's obvious that they're being something. They're being either going to be robbed or kidnapped or something bad's going to happen to them. And they're it. They're secluded. There's no one else around except in the distance, uh, a van oh, pulls man. up, yeah. like a van drives by or or, or stops for a moment. And yeah. Mandrake is like, all right, everybody act natural. Everybody act normal. Or whatever. And maybe he's got the gun like secretly pointed at somebody. And he says to the father, he says, they're like waving at the van so that the van doesn't, this people in the van killer, don't killer think line. that Are you about anything, to read the line? Yeah. Yeah, I love the sign. So, and he says, 
And as a viewer, you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, you you really don't, don't know where it's going. And yeah, he says don't. to him, he says, I think you're going to look back at this moment and wish you would have done something. And right at that, it's like three seconds of hold a on, pause. Hold on, but they give you the pause where you're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, oh shit, are they going to do something? Yeah. Like, and then right there. Well, the van leaves. The van, the van leaves. leaves. Yeah. And the very first thing Mandrake does as soon as the van leaves is kill the two boys, which shocked the shit yes. out of me. Yes. And like that was a hard shock that's where i was like i don't know if i like this movie because i didn't like that so it much. was like because but looking you, back yeah th that's the good part that's of the, how you made the, the tension because yeah, no you it blow, really is you you take the kids who are usually the most protected in like a horror situation and it's just like no boom boom they're both yeah Dead. And they both were trying to like struggle and help out more. So yeah. I, I, for a moment, I thought the movie was going to be about the kids, uh -huh. but no, it completely flips you on its head. It's like, nope, no one's safe here. Yeah, I will say. The other really masterful thing about that is that it's the most violent part of the movie. And so after that part, I kept waiting for it to get worse. And it didn't necessarily get worse. But that, I mean, you still live within that tension. And a lot of bad things do happen. Mm -hmm. But I do think, like, looking back in the whole film, I do think it's, again, a very masterful, it's a high stakes thing yeah. to do as a director and I think James Ashcroft really pulled it off. And it's really like, um, I mean, because then what happens after that is you're disgusted with Mandrake, right? You're like, oh, my God, yeah. fuck this guy. This guy has got to die. And and you're thinking, what would I have done in that situation? Yeah. And the fact that he says that to him when the car yeah. when the car drives away, he's like, oh, I bet you're going to think back on this. And wish I you also done think something. it's like a little bit I of a like, wink. Oh, yeah, oh It's a wink God. to the spectator. It totally is a wink <laughs> to the spectator. Because, yeah, I, I, I don't think way, it's, and no, not, it's, very and it's clever. not meta, it's right? It's clever. not like, oh, you know, exactly. I expect you to do this. This but. is exactly this is how you do well played like expectation. Well played dialogue, well played acting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I yeah, felt this movie's it. really well made. I gotta say, this movie is so, really well made. And there's a couple of things that trip me up on it. I think this does elevate to the one I would recommend out of the ones we've talked oh, about. Oh yeah, I agree. But, I agree. But I think it does have a tension problem because at some point, the more you learn about why this is happening, the less scary it becomes. I think the less interesting it becomes. I actually think opposite for me. Really? Yeah, opposite for a me. As, I, as I'm learning, I'm I start to get to the point where I'm like, I don't... I, I got to a point where I didn't really care anymore if the father died, if uh, the mother jumps out of the car at some point, right? I think she like, yeah, jumps I, in the river my, or something yeah, or gets pushed. In, in, my, in my opinion, she survives. Yeah. Um, I... I, I that's what I got to say. I got to say, um, I feel like everything was handled with care mm -hmm. in this film. Uh, and yeah, everything is handled with care. There is no moral boundary uh, really etched, which I appreciate. It seems like everyone gets some taste of of the grayness of this of of just like the big complexity of it all because i guess the reveal and again spoilers the reveal is that you know so first off there were these state integrated schools in new zealand where they would send troubled boys and a lot of abuse would happen in these places and uh we never actually fully know like because 
it is very random that the family just happened upon this wide open space and yeah. Mandrake and Tubbs. Mandrake does say at one point, he says something to the extent of like, we were, this was just going to be a regular thing. And yeah. then, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and I recognized you or you said your name. The name, yeah. I think, is what brought him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we I never actually get like full clarification, but it really doesn't kind of matter, you know? Um, well, we get enough to know that he was, he, the, the, father works Hoagie. works in the he worked school, in the state integrated school he's, and he was there for some trauma and yeah, some abuse that yeah. he didn't stop yeah didn't which stop. by the way the road trip is all about taking them back to the school where they right. where they were all he, at. so he's like we're going back there but there are a lot of really interesting because it's not only you know the husband and the wife or the kids it's also this dynamic between mandrake and tubs which interesting they are interracial, but Tubbs is not Maori, which is the main indigenous tribe in New Zealand. He's Samoan. Mm -hmm. And so um, there, James Ashcroft himself, other than casting the wife as a Maori woman, um, he said that he didn't necessarily want to make like these strong parallels between like, oh, this is a racial thing. This yeah. is a... So, um, but there is a tension between Mandrake and Tubbs where Tubbs is very... Um, he's like the silent. He's the silent sort one. Of, he, he does do a lot of the muscle work. He gets um, bossed around. He does get bossed around. He seems he does... to have a moral center though. Like he's kind of question you can see him questioning yeah things he was very he did seem very upset when the boys died yeah yeah but um, he doesn't get much to say no he doesn't no he's and, and that is so i I really loved tubbs performance mantra yeah. and tubbs were, I, I honestly think all the performances in this were great um yeah. the only thing that i would say is like the dad begins to great but i think that's the point you know that's the archetype in and of itself um so you know there's so many different things going on here it's not even just like the reprehensibility of violence but it's also like you know watching uh, you know, the idea of abuse and things like that. Um, and again, I don't necessarily think that like anyone really wins out towards the end. I yeah. think the implication is that the well, well, mother survives, maybe. Yeah. Um, the father Tubbs, survives. No, 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 no. The no? father definitely father dies. Who's, who's going to save him? He's bleeding oh, no, out. No, no, no. But he's alive. I mean, he's, he's going to scutter off and be fine, I think. No, they're in the you middle of nowhere. Dies? No, I think he definitely dies. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think Tubbs is the only one that... Tubbs and the mom, I think, are the only ones that... Even though the mom, again, the last time we see her is like being carried in the water, mm -hmm. but she seems to be like moving a bit. And mm -hmm. again, I think she's injured, but I think she does survive. I do think if anyone has any sort of like moral um elevation in the film it's definitely imbued in the mom but hmm. it's not even really a film about yeah. her it's a film about you know violence and this system that you know helped breed and and repudiate with violence and um and again it's not a story we we've we've sort of seen versions of this story before in american and european cinema but this one feels very specific to a New Zealand context, it felt so ensconced in the culture and in the landscape mm -hmm. and in the pace, the tension, and um, and it may you know, 
even though I may not say I absolutely love this film, it makes me super excited to see what this guy does next. The director? And apparently or, he, yeah, yeah, the director. And apparently the dude's doing a Bigfoot movie. So, um, hmm, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what I, do you think of the ending? I like the ending. Do you like the qu- the ending quote where Tubbs shoots the guy and says, I hate this place? Yeah. I love it. What is he referring to? He's referring to the fucking school. Oh, the school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For a second, I thought it was bigger. Maybe it was like, you know. Because mm-hmm. it, 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 it's a film it, about trauma. Did it bother you that Tubbs has no story, personal story? I mean, he it, like to me. We he, don't know Mandrake's story either. Yeah, we do. We do know more of Mandrake's story. No, He's, I don't think so we, because we, we know that yeah, Tubbs he, we went we to the same school. We see him as a baby. We see him. It's all about his experience, and this is all because of something that he experienced from the teachers. I think you're centering it too much mm-hmm. on Mandrake. I don't. I didn't even tie those I flashbacks think it was. to him. No, it, no I it think, was. Are you? No, I well, don't who think else so. was it? I mean, it he's, he's telling you. The, no, it was all about the because it was also flashing back during the moments of uh, Eric Thompson's uh, contemplation of his thing. So, I to me, it's more tied into this overall abuse system rather than it being necessarily one of them because even hmm. mandrake said it d- it didn't need to be me i don't know him you know um again this is a movie that that lives a lot in its ambiguity and um and i think it purposely doesn't want to answer too many questions and i think it does dodge it more or less successfully is it a perfect movie not at all um but i think it's very effective and i think it it definitely is one of the stronger movies of this batch that we watch. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I always like, I, I judge Netflix horrors more than usual. Yeah. And this really elevates past the crop. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of respect for it. Yeah. This one will get you. It'll, yeah. it'll get you, get you, hook you. It'll get you. Sure. Yeah. All right. The we- final film. Oh, who's our <sighs> final girl this week? <sighs> All right. Lamb. Lamb, directed <laughs> by uh, Valdemir Johansson, yeah. starring Numi Rapace and from Iceland.
Terki pap. Dit is tier. So that was a bit of Lamb directed by Valdemir Johansson from Iceland. What is Lamb about? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, this film, this Cannes Film Festival selection is about. A24 horror, by the way. A24. Which is important for Clinton. What up, A24? And important for me because it means that I'll hate it, which I did. Really? Okay. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I no. detested this film. Oh my god! Yes. Okay. Well, this film is about a, a couple, a farming couple, in childless, childless farming couple, in Iceland. Yes. And beautiful, beautiful Iceland. Oh my god! The farm. This is farm wave, chill vibes. You watch this movie. You sit back. You lie back. Cottage core. It very does it. Cottage core. You don't even. It doesn't even matter. You haven't taken a vacation in years. You haven't gone anywhere. You watch this film, you're transported. Okay. There's a lamb. A right? Lamb. It's a lamb. Okay. No, no, actually, wait, so this is no, 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 this is where things actually do begin to bother me. Yeah. These were real animal births. Right. Um that happens. No, I don't like Why it. Why would that be bad? Because well, Numi so Numi Rupaj said that the scariest scenes for her to shoot were the live animal births because everything was in her hands. And yeah. I was like, I do not like that. Do this not is like nature. That this is if you. This I is that's like method that acting. All. That's method. Anyway, why don't you like the birth of? No, because I mean, like anything bad could have happened. Who, who the, she's a fucking actress. It's a lamb. Yeah. What's it gonna do? I'm sure they have a lamb doctor on set to help. I, with don't, the lamb I don't think stuck. they did, bro. I really don't think they I did. Think they did. No, they didn't. Lamb. Um, so, like I said, <laughs> I'm at that age where specialist. if you're using actual animals for animal stuff for certain things, I don't yeah. know, man. It's just uh, to me, I'm I want to see the birth. It's beautiful. It. <laughs> anyway, so they're working with animals. So a lamb is born. And, we don't see oh, the hold body. On, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm getting the there. Body. I'm getting there. We don't see I, the body. I would like this one, okay? Because I love this movie. We don't see the body. <laughs> so. We a lamb is born, and in that moment, they seem the, sc- the mother and the fa- well the the couple they look at each other because they're there giving have at the birth, and they look at each other and they kind of look at each other like, huh, what? Yeah, huh? But we don't know why. We don't know why. But something is afoot. Something is afoot. <laughs> they then they raise this lamb. We see the lamb, the lamb head. We see a lamb, which beautiful arm. lambs, by the way, beautiful lambs. Oh, oh, oh! Another reason. So again, this is why. So okay. Anyway, continue. Okay, I'll continue. talk about let it. I'll take a, yeah. So they're raising this lamb lovingly. Yeah. And you're just chilling, watching this. You're just yeah. chilling. You're having a good time. I mean, it's just like chill, but not like boring. This is like in my f- opinion. No, it's. <laughs> Okay, but this and is like then, forty minutes in the then, movie. By the way, if we want to talk about movie, malignant, right? Well, you know, malignant was trash for forty minutes. Time. <laughs> yeah, Lamb this is was, out here. Just a lot of long shots for forty minutes. I was loving it. 
anyway. And I don't usually love that, so I don't know why. I, I also had a fever. You, I he think. loves I had a twenty-four. I had a sinus infection, um, so I was just laid out, just loving it. Um, at the at about the forty-minute mark or so, you, they're like they lose the lamb. The lamb runs away, and so they have to go. They're like, oh, God, lamb child, where'd our lamb child go?" And the lamb didn't run away. The mom took the lamb. Well, you think the mom grabbed the lamb with her mouth? Yes, you no, idiot. No, the lamb ran with the anyway. mom. The, what they but they she ran around because the, the mom, mom the la- her la- her rightful lamb mother comes and to the to the house every night and this, like blah blah. This scene is so upsetting. You're talking about the where they pick up the lamb. So they go and they they find the lamb with the lamb mother. And they pick up the lamb, and then you see the reveal that this lamb has a baby butt. And then they kill the mom. A baby butt and baby legs anyway, and one baby arm. So <laughs> it's hilarious. Right, this is where, again, I have a lot of... It's hilarious. To get the effect of Ada, which they named the lamb thing Ada. Oh, I um, appreciate you calling her by her name if you refer to Malignant as... as well, Gabriel, yeah, I mean, I have to give her the lamb, lamb thing. As I mean, Ada. yeah. Okay. Gabriel's a parasitic just, twin. Okay. Ada is a lamb A thing. lamb child. Lamb child. So Ada, uh, to get the effect of her, they used four lambs and nine babies on rotation. Oh, my God. I don't like anything awesome. about what this set sounds like. Yeah. I feel bad for... All the lambs and all the babies involved. I don't feel bad for anyone wow. else. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Well, I guess anyway, I'm more so optimistic. I imagine those thing. babies had a good time. Those lambs were really well taken care of. They weren't chopped up and fed to people. Uh, okay. Anyway. So, so, so yeah. They've so, got a oh, lamb and then child. they shoot what the mom next? in the head. Right? No, no, no. Not they. The mother. The, the woman. Mo- the, the woman. The woman. The woman <laughs> Not shoots. to put this on... A woman, but she did. She no, was the she one. No, she does shoot the lamb, and the, yeah, which poses, no. uh, you know, which poses some questions. It makes me so angry. Oh, one thing that we forgot to say mm-hmm. is that this they they are childless, but they are childless because they literally lost their child. But we're not given any information about that, right? No, we are. Mm-hmm. We know right from the beginning that she, that she doesn't. Uh, what is? What do we know? How do we that know? she doesn't have that that they that they lost that their daughter? How do we, how did they lose her? I don't remember, Wait, dude. They don't I hated tell us. this they movie. They don't tell us. They don't tell us. No, so, but we know that there it's was not a daughter. Like there, exactly. Yeah. It's not like there was never one. There's a was. There was there. a was. So there yeah. is like this grief. Grief, right? Being played with. Yes, grief and parenting, and then in the most like weird way, the man's brother comes into the picture, and the most awkward like scene where it's just confusing but that's okay um and so the brother comes into the picture and the brother's like wait a second why that what the f is going on here what is this lamb baby child doing what are you doing here uh also i want to bang your wife uh which for some reason becomes a plot element uh and then we've got this lovely story what happens next who are the rightful parents of this lamb? Who is this lamb more lamb than ch- than human? Or is this more human than lamb? Who is to say? Is it for the parents to decide? Is it for the lamb to decide? We've got a lot of interesting questions here. So this movie here. sucks up until the last five minutes. First of all, <clears throat> let me just intro it a little better, though. <laughs> let me just cover up some of that 
some of that hate hateration over here. Then it's very calm, very tranquil, very chill wave. And then it's a all giant about Minotaur humans man, and their drama. While a giant I do not give a fuck Minotaur about man humans. grabs a shotgun. It's not and a blasts. Minotaur. It's a ram. It's called a ram man. Ram you man. You need to learn your animals. Okay. So this like ram six man foot giant giant ram ram with. With, with the bottom parts you do see a bottom body like ada has a bottom body but yeah everything this up man's top, got a bottom body <laughs> everything up top is a ram he does have arms because shotgun he's gotta shoot it yeah maybe he has one i don't i do ram man shotgun ram man is looks awesome the man looks awesome if this movie was all about ram he man this would be my favorite away. movie but he, because ram man comes in at the last five minutes this movie is shit he comes in he blasts away the father and then he takes his lamb baby and ada and they walk off into the sunset and of and course numi repas loses her mind and then the mother comes and she's like all she she doesn't see Ram Man. Yeah. All she sees is her husband, Dying. a shotgun. Yeah. And then no lamb child. No lamb so child. So I think she must think um he shot himself. Maybe. Uh, so that the I don't know. And frankly, I don't care because nothing I, about so, this movie well, makes that, me care about anything. You're very full of you're very full of uh bad feelings on this movie. I mean, it was just here's, here's, completely uncompelling well, because the most compelling parts of the movie, which are the animals, yeah. are the afterthought. And we're supposed to have so much sympathy for, you know, Land mom baby. and dad. And, uh, and I just wanted everyone to die. No one died well, quick then enough. You should have liked this movie. But no. but here here are some standout thoughts. It's very Icelandic. I'll give it that. Okay. Uh, when I, when I was about, I really didn't want to watch this movie because I thought it looked boring and it has a boring name. And when I typed in lamb into my TV, it popped up, it popped up, but then it popped up lamb chop underneath it. Like the children's show. Do you ever watch lamb chop? Oh, right. And I thought, oh my God, I would love to watch lamb chop right now. And I was like, damn, but unfortunately I have to watch this boring movie that they gave me called lamb. So I turn it on and like the monkey paw curling. Mm. I got to add basically I got to watch Lamb Chop because this baby lamb mm. I didn't know it was going to star like uh looks like a little puppet lamb baby. Right? It was hilarious. Every time it was on screen, the, if you were in the like theater, said, the you, lamb mu you must have definitely been, is you must the best have busted part, out. But <laughs> it's like totally meme-worthy. I just no. It's I mean, you know, it is one of it like I said, it's very, it's very Scandinavian, very, oh, it's the morality of motherhood and, you know, yeah. oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it, but. Didn't do anything for so you. So what? Okay. Well. Give me more Ram Man. Ram Man was so, Ram Man was Ram so. Ram Man was so great. Like, I mean, oh, and then to speak to Clinton somewhat, I think what is buried mm -hmm. underneath our discussion right now is the entire time you're we like, wait, did he fuck the lamb? That was the most distracting thing. Yes. The as entire soon as, time. As soon as the lamb baby, as soon as it drops that you know that. You are constantly thinking about who fucked the lamb. Who fucked the lamb? And at the end, you get the 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 answer, which is Ram Man. Ram fucked Man the lamb. fucked the lamb. <laughs> Ram Man is it? Again, I want to know. Oh my god! Is alternate there a title. Ram species, right? What is their folklore? Where do they live? Oh yeah. What yeah. took this motherfucker so long? I guess like, the next question dad? is who fucked Ram Man's mom. 
Yeah, which is awesome. Romance mom, dude. Um, hey, this but, is what I'm saying. The wrong answer. There's the wrong focus in this movie. This movie should every single time there were animals on screen, I was happy, but not enough animals. Yeah, not enough ram man. Oh my god, when the a twenty four horse shit. I or thought lamb, lamb shit. shit. I thought I thought I had the case cracked at some point. I was I was thinking, okay, so what if? Because clearly you're thinking, well. The dad guy fucked the lamb, obviously. But then I thought I, I I got myself so twisted up. I but I I was like, oh my god, I got it. So the woman, she's not she didn't shoot the lamb baby's mom. She shot the lamb baby's dad because she had sex with the lamb dad. And then I realized that I forgot how pregnancy works and that you have to be a, the lamb was the one that gave birth. So this this movie had me so twisted. Not as bad as Gaia. Not as bad as Gaia. Oh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> and I don't understand Numi Rapaz's career. Okay, another thing, another thing. What? There's a sex scene with the humans. Yeah. Before Ram Man. Okay, yeah. while you're still wondering who who conceived this this lamb child. Yeah. And the way it's shot, I really feel like you start to wonder if the wife has lamb parts. Like, are the humans growing lamb genitalia? That might be. Wow, you. what a trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, lamb. <laughs> I liked it as much as you like malignant, I think. I liked lamb. I, we switch that, on. We switch that on. That is not even possible because there is nothing to even appreciate about Lamb other than Ram Man. Ram Man and Ram Lamb, and lamb, lamb Mother child and lamb, Ram Man rock. Lamb Mother, Lamb family, give them Oscars. Lamb, Everyone else, including the director, can be sh- go out and shot behind the bar. Oh come on! Metaphorically, not right. literally. Do can't not do the, violence. You can't say this on the internet and to or airwaves, but. No. Lamb family's only winners here. Anyway, so that's 2021. <laughs> that's 2021. Yeah. Pretty weird. And yeah. we didn't even talk about the movie where the woman has sex with a car. I felt like I why are we watching this lamb thing and then we don't get to, to see that one? Discuss Titan. I just I don't feel like oh, it's we should necessary. go there. My favorite director of all time. I I I went to her a retrospective at New York Film Festival and she had just come out from seeing Titan and I was like, tell me everything you feel. And she's like, well, it's a triumph in marketing when women can make films like that nowadays and be considered great filmmakers. (laughs) It's the bigestest I've ever heard. And I don't ever need to watch it. it. I you have no interest. I have okay. better things That's to do with my life. That's from the director of the director of The Queen of Diamonds, Brainwashed, and Phantom Love. Nina Menka's We Stand Hard on those podcasts. Okay, um, Stan and Slam apparently. So, well, wait. Oh, you mean Titan? Who directed Titan? Yeah, that's. What oh I no, know. who directed Titan? Titan is directed by Julia Ducanau. And she did. She did raw. That's what I'm thinking. That's what yeah. we watched. Yeah. Do we stand her or slam her? Uh, no, stand or slam. I don't. I don't like her. She did direct episodes of Servant, though, so we do like that about her. Anyway, so yeah, that was 2021. I, you know, one thing that I will say is I agree with you. There was a bit of diversity in the storytelling, even the ones that we hated. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, what we got creature features, mm-hmm. we got ecological horror, we got straight up pretty much like horror thrillers, lamb, yeah, <laughs> whatever lamb is. 
Um, and then sex trafficking. Yeah. Wow. The, the glorious diversity provided by men. <laughs> Can't wait Sorry. to see. No. Um, trying to yeah, get something to say there. but true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Let's anyway, see what we do in 2022. Watch, huh? You are not my mother. You are not my mother is genuinely. You are not my mother? You are not my mother. Genuinely one of the. Sounds like it could be, be Lamb's title. The best uh, horror made last year. Okay. Though, I don't know. Fun. Malignant is just shining right there. And doing, Lamb, baby. Whoa. Doing everything that she wants us mm -hmm. to do. Yep. Um, all right. So we will be back next time, probably talking about aliens. Oh, or oh you've been wanting to do aliens for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I concede. I will. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Readers, I hope you have a good day with the rest of your movies. Mm -hmm. And viewers, uh, to our new viewers on YouTube, like and subscribe. We probably aren't doing a YouTube. God damn but... it, but it's on YouTube. <laughs> but, uh, okay, you may may God bless you and may all God your May God bless America and the world. May God make horror great again. We ooh, we are God centric on may this podcast. May Satan bless us all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Good That's night. About, that sounds that felt more right. I guess. Okay. <laughs>